What's good? What's good, everybody? We're back. Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast. And it is the day, one day before Flavor Fest ATL. And so we wanted to tap in with you guys, touch base, and bring somebody that's from the ATL that's going to be with us uh, tomorrow night at Flavor Fest ATL for the concert. So super excited to be with you guys. Again, uh, if you don't know who I am, uh, Pastor Tommy Urban D. Uh, founder of Flavor Fest, and this is the very first year Flavor Fest is going on tour. We've been doing this over two decades, but uh, we're taking it on this road on the road this year to train over a thousand leaders, uh, pour into church leaders, artists, entrepreneurs, youth ministry people, pastors, church planners, the whole nine. And uh, it's been amazing so far. We've been in New York City, uh, we've been in Los Angeles, and stop number three is the ATL. Uh, so if you're just tapping in, hey, do me a favor, like this video, um, subscribe to the channel, uh, let some people know about it, and uh, we're going to jump it off today. We got a fire artist that's with us from the ATL. We're going to be right back with him in just a second. Welcome to the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast, where we talk to innovative artists, creative pastors, church planners, entrepreneurs, and people creating movements. Our goal is to inspire and equip you in ministry, music, and the marketplace. I'm your host, Tommy Urban D. Coloni. Yeah, yeah, so we are live with my guy right here, Big Breeze from Atlanta. You what's up, man, what's happening, what's happening? Man, I'm feeling great, marvelous, wonderful. Just, you know, just a great day, man. Man, you looking good with those sunglasses and everything, man. You just, you, you, you look like an artist, bro. Hey, man, I try, man. So, man, we're excited to have you be part of Flavor Fest ATL. And uh, I know that I first heard about you through uh, when you did some collabs with Hovey. And uh, that's how I first got turned on to your music. And then, of course, last year uh, when you came out on the King Jesus remix with my guy KB. And, uh, yes, sir, man. Yeah, shout out to, shout out to them guys, man. Like, just the love is real. Like, um, you know, even just on outside of music, the love is real with those guys. And just having that opportunity, really, I had to apply pressure. But, you know, we all have fun at the end of the day. So, them some great records that I was able to be a part of. Yeah. That's super dope, man. Those are that, that's definitely a big deal. Uh, KB's right here from Tampa. I'm actually having lunch yeah. with a man right after this uh, interview that we do. We're gonna go get some. Tell him I said what's happening, man. <laughs> I tell him you said what's up, man. We're gonna go get some good Jamaican food at the Jerk Hut. If you ever come down to Tampa, you gotta uh, come to Crossover, and right in the parking lot is the Jerk Hut, the best Jamaican yeah. food you you ever had. And so. So, yeah, man, but I, I know, like, I've only known about you for a couple years, but I, I can imagine you've been uh, an artist. You've been doing music for even longer than that. And uh, so for everybody that's watching uh, on the podcast today, man, give us a, a little bit of the Big Breeze story. Like, where did it all start at? How did you start getting involved in music? How long has it been now? Um, So I was doing secular music first, just, like, trying to just do, you know, get music. That's just what I grew up around, so... I was definitely like entertained by it and just wanted to be a part of it. So I just started rapping just about, you know, what's around me, what I was doing on the daily, my environment, like, you know, uh, the cool stuff I wanted to get in life one day and stuff like that. But it, uh, 
it wasn't really bringing me no peace, like, uh, honestly. So uh, I kind of transitioned into, like, Christian rap around, like, 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. But I really started taking it serious in 2020. And um, now, during the pandemic, it just was like, lockdown. yeah, man, it was like, God was just like, go for it. And it was hard, bro. It was hard to trust. Like, it was hard. Like, what? You think I, you think I should really? Yeah. And I just locked in and just, it was just like There was like no shows fresh. to go do or anything during that time. Bro, nothing. It was just <laughs> make music. Like, just stay in the house and make music, bro. Yeah. Like, figure out what, what the space needed. And like, because I, like, when I, when I, so when I got saved, you know, I still was just listening to regular music with Ooh. And then, like, a pastor, um, at the church called City of Zion in Lawrenceville. Shout out to him, man. He had challenged me, like, hey, man, try to do a Christian song. Like, I was letting him hear all my other music, like, nah, this it right here. This my, what do we like? Nah, try to do a Christian song. I'm like, man, but I'm the type of guy that if somebody challenged me, I'm going to do it. Like, no matter really yeah, probably yeah. what it is, like, I'm going to do it. So I went home, did the song. Next Sunday, came back at church, talked to him, like, let me hear this. He heard it. He like, oh, this hard. Like, you got some. So then. Okay. That kind of like nudged me a little bit. What year was that? That was like 20, that probably like 18, 2018, 2019. Okay, so that was before the pandemic. Yeah, like it was just like a trend. It's like God knew what was coming and he was setting it up. Like, you feel me? So, like, I let him hear, like, man, you need to keep doing this. Bring me another one next Sunday. So, kept doing it. Eventually, I was like, So, did he let you get on the mic and do it? Yeah, I performed it. I actually okay. performed it. Okay. At at church, I'm over here like that's how you know. I just be, I don't even know what made me just do it, but I was just like, man, I'm finna perform at church. Like I just had to start going to church. I'm like, I guess I'm gonna perform, but I was already like going out to clubs and stuff performing. So I was like, if I can do it at the club, I should be able to do it in the church. Yeah. So that's kind of like how I got started in like the space. Just, what was what was the response at your church, bro? Like that you were at? What was the like the kind of the crowd, the age demographic? Was it well received, or were some people like, "Man, what's Pastor doing, man? Letting this dude rap?" Well, so this so this like it's a, it was like a small church, so it's actually an older crowd, and they was actually loving it, encouraging. Okay. Me, like you should keep doing this, like yeah, keep going. So it was like, I you got that type of you got that type of push. You should. I just keep going. And it was some younger kids. They was loving it. They always loved when I was doing music. So I was like, man, this might work, man. This might just be the niche for me right now. Like, Yeah, I'll just say out there to any of the old heads, we need you to encourage us. Like, the very first time I rapped in front of a crowd, like, at a church was predominantly yeah. older people as well. It was a Sunday night service at my church. And this was way back in the day, bro. I was like... I was like at the time, uh, 15 years old, man. This is back in like yeah. the 80s, late 80s, bro. And so oh, yeah. Hip hop at a church back then. Like, uh, crucify my, you, boy. Yeah, bro. My pops was the pastor. And I, I told this story not too long ago. And he was like, yo, at the end of church, he was like, all right, we're dismissed. But my son and some of his friends are going to do a rap song. If you want to stick around, you can. But church service is dismissed. Everybody oh, just man. sat there waiting, be like, we got to see this, right? He, he was hoping right. to kind of have the out of like, well, it wasn't really in the service. It was after church. They just wanted right. to. But, uh, you know, all the old people stayed in their seats and, and watched it. There was a few younger people, but me and my friends did a song, and they encouraged us, man. And we were like, okay, beautiful. all right, that's what we needed at that time. <laughs> that's beautiful because I feel like, man, we need 
the younger generation got to be built up. Like, if y'all just keep knocking them down, like, tell them, nah, they ain't it. Ooh, they're going to go somewhere and crash out. Like, you're going to start doing something else. And then they're going to be like, oh, well, how he end up like that? Y'all wasn't accepting me or what I was trying to do. You feel me? What was in my heart? Yeah. Yeah, man. So so how'd you end up meeting Hovey? How, how did that all like, um, pan out? How did we meet Hovey? I think Crossover and um, Atlanta. No, I, I meet Hovey, man. I forgot. I think so we, he was, we, he we, was we, going to Crossover ATL because he moved from the Wick up to, mm-hmm. you know, up to Atlanta. He was actually staying with Pastor Scott at his house. He yeah. was involved at the church, serving, just getting discipled. And uh, and that's how, like, he just started buzzing. And then uh, things nah, like, facts. began to open up with reach. It was crazy. Nah, facts, bro. It was, um, and I think I think we reached out to each other on Instagram first. And then, yeah. like, uh, I think he invited me to the studio, one of them. And, and we, just, we were just laughing and kicking it. And just chopping it up and just building that bond right there. Then after that, he kind of, uh, we were just talking about crossover. Because I think he was, uh, I don't know, was he still, I think he was still going there, but he had might have missed a Sunday. So I'm like, so I was like, let's go catch um, church. So he ended up popping out. So it was it was cool. You know, we started chilling and the relationship went from there. And then I remember like, probably like uh, a month after that, uh, I was shooting a video. And he called me. He was like, where you at? I was like, I'm shooting a video. He was like, man, the album almost done. We about to wrap it up. We on the last song. I need you to come get on this last song. Wow. And um, I kind of like, bro, I'm talking, I'm talking. We was almost done with the video, but it was still like, man, I got to shoot this. And then he was like, he was like, only thing is, bro, I got an hour left for this uh, session. Ooh. So I was like, oh, that, man. That's so some pressure, up. man. So did you have to go in and actually write there, write, write your lyrics on the spot in the in the studio? I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm shooting the video and writing the verse at the same time. So I wrote like, I wrote half of the verse of Where the Love Go. And I looked at my, my dog, Godfrey, and I was like, bro, I'm going to go in there, go in there and freestyle the rest. So we pulled up. We had like 15 minutes left of the oh, session. Man. So I was like, Bro, that's man. pressure. Pressure. Nah, for real. God, hey, man. Shout out to God, the biggest, man. Yeah, we handled it well, man. That's so a I went story right there, it. man. That's your first like national record to be on. You got called like an hour before. You shooting a video. You trying to write some thoughts down. You only got half right. done. You get there. You got fifteen minutes to execute. Pressure. Would you say pressure, man? For real. Man, what came out dope, bro? Came out dope. I was actually just uh, I was listening to it on the way here, man. I was like, let me listen to a couple more of these tracks. You know, yeah. talk to you about it a little bit, man. And uh, yeah, and then and then he was on your song uh, about the Tesla, Tesla, or as you, as you yeah. say it, with, with the Southern slang. The yeah, Tesla. Tesla, man. You know you got to put the R on it, man. Just to you feel me, give it that little huh, little sauce. Yeah, that was we just double back. I was just at I was at the studio. He was in town, like man, pull up, man. I need you on. And he came through and blessed. He blessed. It was like three in the morning, but we in the studio. He just we just finishing up the record, yeah. like. Now it just came out. It just came out the press good, man. So shout out to Hobie, man. Just out of love and just yeah, man. I love, I love his love stuff, too. man. I love his heart. I, I've been able to, you know, have several conversations with him um, at Crossover ATL when I've been up there to speak and stuff. Got to meet yeah. his uh, his family and stuff. His dad came up to me because they were living in Atlanta for a little while, attending the church. Right. I think they they moved back now to uh, Brunswick. But um, he came up to me, man. Crazy story, bro. He told me he said, "Hey, man." 
He said, I saw you, this is Hobie's dad. He said, I saw you like 20 years ago when you were in this little youth group rapping in Jessup, Georgia. You remember that? And I was like, yeah, actually I do, man, because that was my guy from college. He was the youth pastor there. He would always yeah. say, Jesus, it's like Jesus with a P, Jessup. It was out in the country. <laughs> and he said, yeah, man, I got your CD there. We came and saw you. And, uh, and he said, um, you know, my son was in a stroller at that concert watching you. And I said, oh, that's cool. And he said, yeah, I'm Hobie's dad. And I was like, what? what? So Hobie was at an Urban D concert, like, when he was a little baby, man. Little Crazy baby Jeep, man, at concert, <laughs> so rocking out. Making like. me feel like mad old, bro. Right. But, uh, but yeah, Hobie got a great family, man, and has been raised up, you know, with, with uh, you know, people that love the Lord. And he's just got a, a real super, super great heart, man. It's awesome to see God elevating him. I know, I know now he's married and he's over in yeah. Texas and everything. So you still, you get still get to chop it with him sometimes? Nah, yeah, we definitely chop, man. I, you know, I might call him, like, let me see the baby, man. Let me see little baby Memphis. Like, just, you know, shouts out to the wife and just talk to the family, you know, just yeah. to make sure he's good. Because, you know, even if my dog move across the, you feel me, the seas, man, I'm going to still yeah. check on him because you need people just to, just to call and conversate sometime, man. Yeah, definitely, man. And now you're going on tour with him, man. So, man, talk about that tour, bro. I looked at all them dates. I was like, wow, man, that's that's big, bro. Bro, God is so real, bro. Like, I'm telling you, like, man, bro, me and Hovey was in the, me and Hovey was on the show in Houston or San, San Antonio, one of them places. And we just like, you know, it's my dog, it's my brother. We were just chopping up with what he was telling me about the tour coming up with I was just like, man, congrats, bro. Congrats. Woo, woo, woo. And then he was like, bro, I really want to bring you. Like, on some stuff like that. Like, I really yeah. want to bring you. I wasn't even expecting. I was just like, hey, man, you know, if if it can happen, let's try to make it work. Woo, woo, woo. So, like, after the, the Houston, uh, the San Antonio trip, it was cool. Woo, woo. He called me, like, a week later. Like, man, boom, man. We're going on tour, bro. And I'm like, huh? He's like, man, we're going on tour. Woo, woo. Man, that's Get fine, ready. Bro. Blessings, bro. A blessing, like yeah. I'm honored, like for real, man. Shouts out to that boy for real for all the love, man. Just, just put me in position, like seriously, like yeah, yeah, man. That's great when you have friends that you know they elevate and they take you with them. That's what real friends do, y'all. And sometimes we in this in in a, in a regular mainstream culture, you know, people start to make it and they 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 push everybody. It's like that crabs in a bucket type right. of a, a vibe where they push other people down so they can succeed. But in the kingdom, man, when when we start going to new levels, man, the people that are in our circle, man, we want to we wanna take them with us. We want to serve them. We want to help them. And, uh, man, that's that's beautiful, bro. Nah, fast. They're going to keep you – keep you sustained too, though. Like, I always try to – even if I ain't talk to somebody in a year, man, I still try to, like, reach out on a birthday text or something just to let them know, like – I still appreciate your presence, yeah. like, seriously. That's good, man. And then on top of that, bro, you're, go you're going on earlier before that tour, you're, you're also doing the Invasion tour, right? Yeah. Yeah, so how did that How did that come about, bro? Um, I was at the, uh, I think I went to uh, the Atlanta Invasion show. I had popped out just to, uh, you know, just to see the show, and I would start talking to the promoters. And he's like, man, I'm really rocking with you. Like, I'm a fan, man. I really want to bring you on. Mm. Uh, yada, yada, yada. So, uh, thing like maybe, maybe uh, two. I thought, you know, every time something happened like that, I'd just be like, uh, all right, cool. Let's make it happen. 
And then I think like two weeks later, my manager called me and was like, man, they trying to take you on a tour, the Vegas tour. And I was like, oh man, that's hard, bro. Like even just knowing who who, who owned it and everything like that. So, man, so so you you full time now. You gotta be with with all them dates coming up. You can't be still working a job. Oh, yeah, and man, I'm gone. Man, I've been full time since 2020. Man, praise God. Really? Like, wow. Yeah, that's praise great, God, bro. man. I got a spot. I got a whip off of this Christian route. Like it's. I'm telling y'all, man. You feel me? It's it's just the providing he be doing. Just. That's just the call he gave me, you know, because sometimes it's risky. Like as a, as trying to be a full time artist, like yeah. sometimes we do jump the gun. Where, where he be like, nah, you ain't full time yet. Just whoa, 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 and we'll jump out there. But, and I did it before, and I wasn't ready, and he showed. I crashed out. So then mm-hmm. when the second time came around, I was a little scared. But then he he put peace in my heart and started like creating, creating like some friction in other places. So where I would have to just do. Music full time and man, it's just been great. Like it's a rocky road for every artist out there watching. It's a rocky road, roller coaster. Yeah. Sometimes you know you got great weeks, great months. Sometimes you got bad, bad yeah. years, bro. But yeah, you got to keep serving. Sometimes you wake up, don't even want to like, man, I don't even feel like talking to God. But please keep talking to that man because he gonna get you through whatever. Like I promise you. Yeah, man. I mean, being an artist, bro, it, it keeps you. You're an entrepreneur, man. And if you got to be entrepreneurial, especially, you know, in these times, because artists, you know, don't make money off their music like they used to. You know, back in the day when I was was doing it more so as my uh, as, as a major thing in my life, um, you know, we had CDs and you were able to like sell a lot of CDs at your table and just, you know, and, and there was just there was opportunities for <laughs> for funds. And so now like right. streaming. I mean, you're just getting a very small amount, so you got to be creative and find all kinds. Of, you got to merch and find all kinds of other right. ways to, you know, generate income to to provide for yourself. But praise God, man, you're sounds like you're doing good. And like you said, there's good months sometimes when you're busy. There's a tour, and then there might be you know some other months in the year where there's like crickets. There's like hardly anything going on, and so you know. You got a plan for that? And I, let me let me say something real quick, man. I, I I'm gonna be like so honest, man. I was just in the season where it was just crickets. Like I'm just yeah, getting out of ahead, the season. Bro. It was quiet, bro, and it got so scary. I started getting in my head. Yeah. And start like tearing Talk myself down, like, bro, maybe this ain't for me, or maybe this woo the woo the woo. Just cause it, but I had to learn, and I, you know, just reading scripture, just talking to people around me, like, like sometimes it's okay to be in a quiet, you feel me, season, like. Just know he cooking for whatever's finna come, but just yeah. take that time and rest. Take that time and get in your word. Mm-hmm. Take that time and love on your family. Take that time and kick with your friends. You feel me? Just make sure you just enjoy life. Enjoy those moments in the quiet season. Like, don't think it's just over with. Don't think, oh, man, it's, he, he, he forgot about you. Like, nah, just keep believing and, and enjoy the things, other things in life. Yeah, man, that's good, bro. It. It, it can turn around real fast, but sometimes, like you said, you get in your head, the enemy can start putting those thoughts in there, and it can get scary and be like, man, maybe I should just go get a job, or maybe I should stop doing this, maybe my season is over, and it's like, man, you got to talk to him and tap in with him, and if he tells you, keep going, and keep trusting, and just, this is a season, like, man, you get that one phone call, and it can change everything. 
like one moment can, can change everything. I've had many seasons in my life with lots of different things where it was like that and everything turned around uh, really fast. And so I encourage people out there, man, just stay tapped into the Lord and stay faithful in the season, in the moment that you're in right now. Because there's good things in the season you're in right now. Like you said, Big Breeze, like during that season, it was time to tap in a little more with your family and, you know, to serve and rest and get refueled because now in this next season, you're going to be on the road. You ain't going to be able to see your family that much. You ain't going to be able to rest and maybe have as much time to yourself because you're going to be on the go. But because you had that season to recharge and get ready for it and you stayed faithful and you didn't, you know, let, let those, those thoughts in your head be like, yo, I'm out. I'm going to go do something else. But look at the doors that got open, man. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be an exciting season coming up, bro. Praise God, definitely. It really is. And we got you coming, really coming, coming to Flavor Fest Atlanta. So that's, that's Bro, this is like, so man, you know, this is really like, man, like when they, when I seen it and I got the call, I was like, yeah, we're going to do it. Like, because I've been watching y'all for a couple of years and so like just seeing what it was about. Even Kane, you know, I come to Flavor Fest, I think last year was my second year, just coming to see what it was about, yeah, yeah. you know, hearing like the different. The different workshops and things like that and just enjoying the community too and of course the food in temple but like <laughs> just being a part of this is like so exciting right now like man like just to say like bro i did flavor fest it really mean a lot man because y'all been doing this for a while for real yeah man we've been doing it for a minute we we still we still here man it's just, it's miraculous bro this is uh we started it 23 years ago and uh, we're still here, and this is actually going to be our biggest year in our history with doing a tour. We've never done that before, and we believe that the Flavor Fest in Tampa this fall is, is probably going to be the biggest one we've ever had as uh, there's already so many people that are registered and, and the buzz and going to the other cities is, is bringing a lot of awareness about it. And, uh, yeah, man, our heart and desire is just, man, we want to train, you know, urban leaders, man, and see them, see them win for the kingdom. And, um, and, and teach them and show them, man, there, a lot of times we can feel like in the church world, even in the like music world, the Christian music world, Christian hip-hop and multi-ethnic churches that are like ours, we, we can feel like we, we're kind of like the, the red-headed stepchild. We don't fit in. Like, nobody understands yeah. what we do. But we go to Flavor Fest, and it's like it's our tribe. Everybody that is there gets us and is doing the same type of, type of stuff and similar ministries we don't have to explain like hey this is what yeah. what is that what do you do <laughs> you know and uh, yeah. man, there's so many great relationships that are built and uh so much great networking that happens and so many stories man have come out of it so man grateful that you've been tapping in and coming and now you're able to you know be part of it i'm sure it'll be a lot more of that in the future as as well so man what was like some of your maybe maybe like a favorite moment from flavor fest when you when you came down the last few years Mm, man, I think I had went to the uh, workshop with, uh, I think my first year I went to a workshop, uh, I want to say his name, Pastor, is it Eric? Or Pastor E? I forgot his name, man. But what, what, it was, was it, one of those uh, workshops. Eric Mason, about a yeah. apologetics dude from Philly. Yeah. Yeah. I had caught the workshop and like, I really was tired, bro, but. Uh, I think that somebody that woke me up, like, bro, let's go catch one of these workshops right quick. I was like, all right, cool, man. So I come struggling in, like, I'm a little late, but 
the message was crazy though. Like bros up there like tapping in on fire. And I'm like, oh man, this is this is crazy. Like just even what he was talking about, just breaking down certain things he was talking about and like, you know, just 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 what they trying to do to us in the world and like, you know, how to move and maneuver and it was just like a beautiful thing like that I had needed to hear, like, cause I was down there, like, you know, of course I got like, I know a lot of people. So it was like getting drained out, speaking to everybody. Woo -woo. So I was like, I'm gonna kick it today in the hotel, go get some food, just chill. Woo -woo. But thank God I went to that, to that one. Like, and was able to hear that. Cause like, that kind of changed like my, my, I go tap in with bro now. Like I go, you know, listen to his sermons and things like yeah, that. Yeah. So. Yeah, shout out to Pastor. That's the beautiful thing about Flavor Fest, though. I feel like, and then even it, it creates a creates a, a, a platform where like you don't even have to be an artist. Like I feel like a lot of people want to be a Christian rap widow. You don't got to be. It's yeah. you go to those type of things like that, you'll be inspired to do something else. Like seriously. Yeah, man. Shout out to Pastor Eric Mason again, and uh, he just came out with another book, Urban Apologetics, like Volume Two. And he's creating some great resources, man. And uh, yeah. Epiphany Fellowship Church up in Philly, you want to check him out and tap in. And, yeah, we try to bring some incredible speakers that are doing great stuff in the urban space uh, to the general sessions and then, you know, to the workshops. Uh, in Atlanta tomorrow, we got a workshop track on uh, church innovation, one for youth ministry. If, if you're a youth leader or a youth pastor, or you work in the in the youth space in some capacity, Urban Youth Workers Institute is going to be leading that. We got a track on church leadership. We got one on outreach. We got one for artists, and the one for artists. Uh, we got track stars doing uh, one of the sessions talking about you know how you can leverage YouTube. Uh, we also got a track, uh, the workshop track for artists that uh, Dre from Reach Records is going to be there. Uh, the A and R. So he's going to be yeah. dropping some gems, I'm sure. So if you're an artist and you in the Atlanta area, like, man, you definitely want to tap in. Uh, if you're a church leader in any capacity, um, it's going to be some great stuff. And we got an entrepreneur track as well. And uh, one of our entrepreneurs from our church, who, we have an entrepreneur ministry, and he runs it. He's going to be coming. He's got a team of, like, 40 people coming with him uh, that, that tap in with all the stuff that he's doing. And uh, another entrepreneur from there in the A, uh, CJ King, is going to be doing a workshop. So there's, there's going to be some great content tomorrow during the day. Uh, as there is at Flavor Fest, if you can't come right. to Atlanta tomorrow because this is like mad short, you might be are even watching this after. Um, Flavor Fest in Tampa is coming up November the 2nd through the 4th. That's the full conference, like two, two and a half days, two nights of the music festival, and it's going to be, it's going to be some, great, some great stuff, man. So... So, yeah, man, you know what? I, uh, I, I'm going to bring this up, man. Somebody put this in the chat, and they said, uh, what's your take on uh, the, the number one rated Target rap? Have you heard about that that song about Target that, that's, like, going viral in the last, like, couple nah, of weeks? No, man. You haven't heard about that? Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. So, so it is, uh, like, the number one song out there by this uh this rapper that claims that he's christian honestly I, i've never really heard much of his stuff before uh, okay and um like he just popped out and he's really kind of rapping again Ta talking about the whole tar target boycott how they're targeting our kids yeah. <laughs> with the clothes and stuff like that yeah and uh yeah That's man crazy. a bunch of people have tapped in with that it's been like the number one song on uh itunes and it's been getting like a lot of attention i think the music video 
I think it's probably up to over um, over a million views now. I looked at it a couple of days ago, but he actually shot the music video at Target. That's crazy. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Wow! In the aisles at Target, they were like, "How did you shoot that?" And they was like, "Ain't nobody paying attention. No, none of That's the workers. They, they ain't working." Right. Ain't nobody stunning. They ain't gonna stop that, man. They trying to do something else. They trying to go on break or something. <laughs> yep. Yep. But uh. But yeah, man, there's definitely that's a whole nother whole nother topic. Whole nother topic. Nah, there's, there's a lot of people that are frustrated with how uh, there's been a lot of agendas being pushed on kids and stuff like that. And people are people are standing up uh, for it. Right? That's why you need to come to Flavor Fest, man. You feel me? Bring your kids. It's family friendly. Yes, right? it's family friendly. That's right. You Pop don't got to worry about having to bleep out anything or right. Is, you know, music you could play in front of your kids, in front of your grandma. In front of your mama, it's all good. Like, and it's about Jesus. It's lifting Jesus up. So, definitely. Fast. Man. Let me let me ask you a quick question though. Like, what what transpired the whole like the movement? Flavor movement. What was the thing that made y'all start moving around? Yeah, man. So, I mean, the thing that sparked it off in the beginning was a lot of people started coming to us, uh, asking us how we were doing our ministry. So my first national record came out, man, way back in the day, bro, 1999. And back then, there was no, no, no online music, you know. I mean, we were yeah. just starting to get on the Internet, but there wasn't any, like, platforms to get music. So everybody had to buy music still physically in the stores. And so there was only a small group of artists that were uh, signed that were in the stores, yeah. in the Christian bookstores and in some of the regular stores that had, like, a Christian section. So inside of my CD jacket... I had a picture at the time I was youth pastor full time at my church, but I wasn't getting paid uh, on a regular yeah. basis. So doing music was my way to provide for my family. And uh, so the two kind of went together and the church gave me freedom to travel when, it, when I needed to and whatnot. So I ended up getting signed to uh, a, a national label. My music was in the stores. And so when people bought it on the inside jacket, I had this picture with 200 kids behind me and a little paragraph talking about our youth ministry where we're using hip-hop and concerts and basketball leagues and MC classes teaching kids how to rap we have breakdancing classes so we're using all these elements of hip-hop and we're also using sports and suddenly like we were the experts because everybody's like oh my gosh Urban D look what he's doing at his church we want to do right. that in our city or we were thinking about doing that or you know we need to revitalize our youth ministry so suddenly, man, we started to get all these, like, phone calls and emails and, and people visiting us because everybody comes to Florida on vacation. So they were like, they want to go to Urban D's church while we're on vacation. So, like, some weeks there would be, like, two dozen people there as just random people, just visitors. Like, well, we're, we're going to Disney World, and we came to your church, too. Or we went to the beach down here, and we came to your church. Yeah. And, so, and then everybody's just asking us all these questions about. So we just, you know, about ministry. And how we do it. So we just said, you know what, man? We want to just create like a weekend when we can invite people to come down and we can do workshops and training and we can have a concert done in excellence. Because 20 years ago, bro, when people brought you in to do a concert, it was terrible generally. They paid thousands of dollars to fly me in with my team to come and do a concert. And, uh, you know, then they would be like, put us in a room with like a little radio with a microphone connected to it. And all the lights are on. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? That was like the norm. It was like nobody knew how to even put on a good concert with like good sound and lighting and create the vibe. Yeah. Turn the lights off. Just like stuff now that's like, duh. 
back then it wasn't, you know, churches didn't even know how to put events on very well. And so, um, so we would put on an authentic hip-hop event, you know, with a DJ and a, a great host to introduce the yeah. groups and keep it flowing. And we had breakdancing involved and part of it. And we just had all these different, you know, elements. And so, so we did that. We also connected an outreach, teach people how to do outreach. That was part of the weekend as well. And uh, people started to just come from all over, and it grew each year. You know, um, we've trained over 5,000 leaders collectively uh, over the past two decades. And then the thing that made us, like, want to take it on the road was really just the pandemic has, you know, really um, set a lot of churches back. And a lot of churches haven't recovered from it yet. A lot of leaders are discouraged. Attendance yeah. is down. Their, their finances are down. They're... They, so leaders they lost, people left. It's just, it's been a tough time for leaders the past couple of years. <laughs> so we just said, we know everybody's not going to always be able to come to Tampa, especially now with inflation. Like the cost of everything has went up to even just come down here on a plane or get a hotel or Airbnb. And so we said, man, we just, leaders are desperate for, you know, new information, for encouragement, for resources, for fellowship. And our church is thriving right now. We're winning, man. Like, our church is, uh, we're bigger now than we were before the pandemic. And, and that's because we put many different systems in place. And so we have a passion, man. We want to go teach other church leaders what we're doing, what we're learning, what's working right now, and just encourage them and pour into them. And so <clears throat> so that's why we, <clears throat> we said, man, we want to take this on the road. People have asked us for years, but we've always been like, nah. We can't yeah. do that. It's too much work. Like, we trying to run right. a church. You know, y'all lucky that we put one conference together. For a while there, we were doing Flavor Fest every other year because it was just mm. taking a lot of energy from us, uh, from everything else our church does. But we prayed about it, and we just felt like the responsibility, the mantle, that in 2023, we're like, man, we're going to take this to some other cities and just and train over 1,000 leaders this year. And so God opened up the doors with partners uh, with some sponsors, with just some different things, and it's been a it's been a step of faith, bro. It really has, man. Uh, especially now, uh, tell you what, people wait till the very last second to buy a ticket for everything, and it can be nail biting. Like, dang, big breeze. Is anybody coming? Like, you know, right? Like they were like New York. We only had like sixty people that were signed up to come like the week of and we ended up having over 150 leaders that came and then the concert was even bigger than that la we had like 35 leaders the week of we had over 200 come <laughs> you know everybody the last man. couple of days was like registering and people coming up at the door so if you're watching this live or before june 10th you can still come to atlanta you can show up you could pop up we got a seat for you. so uh but yeah man that's some of the story behind it why we're while we're out there doing it, and uh, I, I don't know what the, we don't know what the future holds. We don't want to get ahead of God. Um, it's went great. Um, we don't know if we're going to have the capacity to do this every year, but um, we definitely feel like we probably will be going to some other cities again and seeing what God, you know, is going to do with this. And so, so it's exciting, man. It's been it's been dope. Man, praise God, bro. I definitely appreciate like what y'all just doing in the land right now, cause. We got to say the land, so just those little steps that y'all doing, even yeah, just man. pushing, walking on, walking out on faith, you feel me? Just yeah. traveling around the world, bro, like it's needed. So definitely want to say appreciate y'all, man. Definitely, man. Well, man, appreciate you and what you do, man, and, and the music you putting out, and you about to go out and touch countless people, bro, this summer, man, and connect with a whole lot of new people, man. So get ready, bro, because God is uh, 
God is, is taking you up to a next level. And with every level, there's levels to this, bro. There's levels right. to, you know, your walk, your leadership, the spotlight that's going to be on you. There's one yeah. thing when you got, you know, X amount of followers, 10,000 followers. There's another level when you got 100,000 followers, you know, and there's a right. lot more eyeballs that are on you. And so, man, just praying that God will continue to, to uh, be with you, grow your capacity, give you wisdom and knowledge in this next season, man. And uh, so, man, tell everybody, man, how can we tap in with you? Man, at Big Breeze, at everything, Google it, search it, whatever. Make sure you go get your tickets for the tour, the Invasion Tour. It's popping off June 19th. Um, make sure you go get your tickets to the beautiful tour. We done sold out like three cities so far, so make sure you wow. go get your tickets. Praise God if you want to see me live. Matter of fact, come see me live. Yep. Come see everybody live. It's going to be a movie. It's going to be amazing. Hey, it's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. Man, I'm proud of you, man. Proud of you, bro. And uh, so what? last thing, man, let's just talk about real quick, like what you got coming up next music-wise. We know you got all the tours, but give us, yeah. give us a little bit of info, man, on what you got coming out um, next. I know you recently had a new single come out. And, uh, of course, man, we, hold, hold on. We got to talk about the Bible study baddie, man. That 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 joint right there, man. <laughs> Talk yeah. about what was the inspiration to that, man? Because, man, just like the baddie word is like sometimes it can go left. You feel me? If being used, like just because yeah. of the world perspective. So I just wanted to create, like, let the women in the kingdom know, like, you know, y'all can be Bible study baddies, like, and it's not, it's not, it ain't even got to be like your look. It's like more of your heart posture and like how you maneuvering. In your walk with Christ, like that, that that's attractive. That makes you a Bible study baddie. You feel me? That's where it really came from. So, so I got a question, man. Is Big Breeze? Is he? Is he? Uh, is he a single man? Yeah, I'm single, man. Single okay. right now, walking with walking with the Father, man. We just okay. So, so he's, know. you know, he he might be out there looking for a Bible study baddie. Watch out! Watch out! Hey man, the right when the right one call you, I will know who the Bible study baddie is. I promise you. <laughs> That's what's up, man. So, uh, so man, are you working on like a full album at, at some point? Um, well, not right now. I'm not working on an album, but we got an album. If that makes sense, like I got an album sort of way, just not ready to just yeah. just say the date yet. But I got a couple EPs about to drop and some singles. Okay. Um, dropping out through the next season, through these next six months. So definitely be on the lookout for that. And yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's what's up, man. Well, yeah, man, people aren't dropping full albums as often as they used to. Unless a lot of it's just the single game. Got to stay in front of people because yeah. people's got shorter attention spans and then maybe like an EP. So, you know, in some ways, man, that's not uh, as much. It's hard pressure. to do a good album nowadays if you don't have, if you don't have like the budget for it, if you don't yeah. have like the, 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 the fan base for it. So it's like better EP, it like it'll help you gain fans, and it ain't too long where people people will stop listening. Yeah. You feel me? And the single just bring attraction. Like people just like oh he, I mean if, if they like the single, they'll go check out the EP. Word. And if they like the EP, they'll ask for an album. Yep. That's good, man. That's good, man. Well, man, I'm excited, bro, to see you tomorrow, man. In the A. Hey, man, man, I'm it's excited. Be some good stuff. So flavorfest.org is the way you guys can tap in, see all the details of what's coming up uh, at FlavorFest Atlanta. FlavorFest Houston is going to be next month in July. And then, uh, of course, FlavorFest in Tampa, 
November 2nd through the 4th. We hope everybody comes down to Tampa to the 813, come and hang out with us in, in November. It's going to be beautiful. So flavorfest.org, tap in with us. And uh, Big Breeze, man, could you, could you close us out, man, and pray for everybody that's watching this, man, all the leaders. There's artists on here. There's people that are in – there's entrepreneurs. There's people involved in church ministry. There's all kinds of leaders yeah. that, that check out this podcast, man, on YouTube and on all the podcast platforms. So, uh, man, lift them up, bro. I got you, man. Father, we just thank you for the day, Lord. We just thank you for allowing us just to breathe fresh air in our lungs, Lord. We just pray that you just continue to cover our head, cover our hearts, cover our feet in this walk, Lord. Continue to cover Flavor Fest as they continue to just try to save the land, as they go out in your land and build up disciples, leaders, um, people that's in need, Lord, of them, Lord, and, and, and of us, Lord. I pray that you just cover our hearts right now, Lord, you just cover the word. Let the word just rest over our hearts right now, Lord. Rest over our head. I pray that everybody who's traveling to Atlanta, to any flavor fest around around the U.S., have a safe travel. Um, I pray every artist who touch the stage um, not be inspired by the crowd, but be inspired by you, and that they just uplift you, that they don't get bigger than you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you keep us humble. I pray that you just cover the whole land, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, bro. Thanks for tapping in with us today, man. And we will see you in Atlanta, bro. Bless you, man. Peace. All right, bless you. Thanks for tuning in to the Flavor Fest, Urban Leadership Podcast. Stay connected with us on social media, at UrbanD813 and at Flavor Fest. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace and God bless.